<laughs> it's just that's just as bad as that uh, video I showed you of the um the 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 quote unquote the hom- homeless. Quote unquote. <laughs> Can I record that you say quote unquote homeless man? <laughs> you're gonna. You're yeah. such an Alex Jones. Look at these crisis homeless people. These you wanna, fake homo. Hey, you want to eat? Do Breaking Bad impressions? Oh my god. No, that was awful. Okay, I'm glad we got that. On do you want to eat? To do pre- <laughs> That's so horrible. Is that Just worse? With the with awful. Awful impersonations. <laughs> These awful impersonations of. It's not that this poor guy's homeless. How many and he's not even. He, but he's, he's not, not homeless. Good. He's not homeless. He wasn't homeless at all. He was just some hipster going up saying, in front of a goddamn Maserati lot. If you think about it, how homeless can you be if you know how to do or do a shitty accent of TV <laughs> characters on a network TV show? Well, how are you homeless if you have a Netflix subscription? Well, you know, that makes sense with the prices they have, <laughs> honestly, for the subscriptions each month. It's obscene. I know. They make you homeless. It's disgusting. They make I'm you homeless. can't believe I'm still paying it. I know. Yeah. I mean, I've been having to watch some of the shit they have. You know, re-watching shows that I've watched, you know, yeah. Avatar Last Airbender, a show I love, but I have to watch it because <laughs> I'm paying for it, yeah. fucking Netflix. And, the, and this guy on the street, I mean, it's old video, but he was on the street pretending to be homeless. And he was like, hey, uh, hey you guys uh, know that Breaking Bad? Oh, my God. All right, here we are, bitch. Here we are, bitch. <laughs> Mr. White, bitch. Now feed me. Oh, yeah, I like his Heisenberg impression. <laughs> yeah, it's just talking in a, in a mm, more bare Jesse. 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 Oh. <laughs> it would have been funny if he did, like, good morning, USA. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he'd be a... He's like, good uh, What fucking... Um, how do you do, Peter? Who? Peter? <laughs> Peter from Family Guy. Oh, the... You go. Uh, I just know how to do hey, those. Hey, Peter! <laughs> Peter! <laughs> Peter, your cock is too small. <laughs> yeah, but your gut is big, Peter. <laughs> that, that sounds like that <laughs> chick gut. from uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, my God, yeah. What, um... What's her name? Lynn. Lynn, Lynn is yeah, her yeah, name, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not co- that. That's not the comic book talk I wanted, but it's a good way to introduce it's- the show. Brian, <laughs> welcome, Brian, to our uh, our fourth issue of We Tolerate Comics. Mm. Brian, how we are you tolerate. doing? What up? <laughs> we tolerate. We're very tolerant. Very... <laughs> when, when it comes to comics. Don't make me laugh. When it comes to to- uh, com- comics. I comma. <laughs> those are the only comma, things comma, you are tolerant of, yeah. Brian. Yeah. Now, you're not tolerant of anyone else's um, culture, religious views, say. Uh, political views or anything. But when it comes to comic books, and maybe that's a stretch. You're <laughs> yeah, more, that, tol- that you're more tolerant of that. <laughs> Brian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, Julius. Today, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. I am Brian, and I am doing well. I'm doing very well, folks. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm doing good. I actually made some homemade hot sauce today, mm-hmm. which we are trying, and Julius approves of. I, I do approve it. Uh, we're drinking water. It is a very hot day today. What is it? Eighty. It is. Or it is one hundred degrees. Oh, it's one hundred. You wouldn't believe Barely it. Barely felt it, to be honest. <laughs> the thing is, uh, when it comes to your hot sauce. Since this is a comic book show, yeah. we have to associate it with that. So, yeah. uh, when it came to names, um, you could cu- you could go with um, Brian's Ghost Riders. Ooh, that's um, good. Those, even though you'd get sued. Yeah. Um, 
you could go with uh, Brian's flame on. Yeah, flame on with Brian. Flame on, flaming on, flaming on. Yeah, yeah. Fla- <laughs> flaming on my mouth. Flaming on my mouth. <laughs> uh, what else? You could go with the red sauce. The red sauce. Yeah, <laughs> like put in italics down below. Hole. <laughs> tiny just, just Hulk in the tiny parentheses. Font. <laughs> tiny font. Um, what else? Uh, oh, oh, uh, hot sauce for Hellboy. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fit for the B- PRD. Uh, you know their <laughs> parties, their yeah. office parties, right? <laughs> yeah. Hellboy would bring these from the pits of hell. These the hot sauce. That's just his piss. He would just <laughs> he would piss in a cup and be like, "Hey guys, you want to try this out?" You, the way to sell this actually is to get. Um, Ron Perlman in Ooh. as an investor. Dude, that'd be really sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah and be like, "This is my you the hot what? sauce I'm repping." <laughs> you know, recently I, I I got this trailer uh, from Ryle Reynolds because I guess he owns everything now. Yeah, uh, he's big in investing. Really big. Investor. I, I want to see him on Shark Tank. Oh, oh my god, that'd be that'd awesome. Be, that'd be amazing. <laughs> they had Ashton Kutcher of on, all people. I see him on Kitchen Nightmares <laughs> fighting Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, and so <laughs> Green I Lantern. Saw, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy from Jackass, Johnny Knoxville. No, no, not Johnny Knox. Um, <laughs> Bam, Bam. Uh, what's his name? What's his last name? The guy who's like banned from Jackass. <sighs> no, no, not him. Uh, the other guy uh, who's like always wild and like he put a fish hook through his mouth and then they like Stevo. Stevo, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it was a Stevo and he was Steve-o. being hot chili, <laughs> and I want him to do that, but like put my chili in his eyes or something, you know. You know, he and he would probably be down for that, Steve. I mean, actually, you know, we have Steve as uh, a guest host. I thought you were saying, actually, he's here. <laughs> no, he's here. Oh, he's here. Hey, Steve. He's Sora. Hey, Steve, get in here. Is he your messing partner and your? No, friend? no, Brian. I'm trying to get you a deal right now. All right, <laughs> Steve, get in here. Yeah. <laughs> He kind of sounded like him, like he was dying in the corner. Yeah! See, thing is, man, I tried some of your hot sauce, man. It's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, Steve, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Fuck you, man! Yeah, fucking leave. <laughs> leave, Steve O. God damn. Steve O, as an investor on Shark Tank, billion dollar deal. Ideal. <laughs> yeah, it's just an ideal. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the comics. Move away Ideology. from the sharks, the jackasses. Yeah. Let's talk about some comic book shit, Brian. Cool. Um, let's talk about the real sauce. The, the real shit. The important stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, Brian, uh, you're not the biggest comic fan I know. Um, I've read some, but not... Yeah. You've I, read... Compared to you, I'm not, like, I don't yeah. know, like a billion. <laughs> yeah, no. Or or the, the people I've had on this program on We Tolerate Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know your fair share. And know. you've actually helped me with a lot of podcasts in the past regarding, you know, a lot of films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Suicide Squad yep, yep, podcast yep. we did was oh, a fun yeah. one. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's a fun one. It's an underrated one. It, it's say. an underrated yeah. classic. It's one that people should listen yeah, to. Yeah. With Angel being the most, like, educated from us. and <laughs> Well, you're talking about Justice League. Oh yeah, yeah, Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah, Justice. Yeah, Justice. Sorry. That that was a that was a fun one as well. That was also um, a fun one. But the we we've talked plenty about comic books. You're mm-hmm. very opinionated about yeah. plenty of stuff, and I always enjoy talking to you about me too. Anything, yeah. even though you're wrong most oh. of the time. <laughs> uh, but I just want to know your background in terms of comic books mm-hmm. or cartoons. Like, what what is it that attracts you the most in this field? So, besides from growing up. 
uh, being a loner. Uh, right. <laughs> comic books, specifically, I actually was never really into comic books or really into the Marvel and superhero stuff when I was growing up. I was more into something called Warhammer 40K. It's more like a turn-based RPG board game. Mm-hmm. And my there was a store in Altadena, this mall, where you would kind of buy these pieces yeah. and then paint them. And with these pieces that they gave you, it was like a little metal kit, they would give you a comic book with them that you would read, understand a little bit more about the lore, and understand the universe of the games and where they fit in. And I think that kind of stuck with me to the point where instead of being into comic books, I was more or less into source material about video games. Yeah. So I read a bunch of comic books about Halo, a bunch on, like, I think it was, like, on Call of Duty. I remember there was, like, a short time there was call, uh, oh, Call of there? Duty comics. <laughs> yeah. That I makes think, sense. It was specifically, I think, about Modern Warfare. Uh, and then, yeah, everything on, like, Aliens and Predators to the point where I then got introduced to a really funny one which was Archie versus the Predator. Oh, yeah. And that was a really interesting series. <laughs> uh, Archie's crossed over with everybody. Oh, yeah. Him, the the Predator, uh, the Punisher, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Josie and the Pussycats, <laughs> yeah. Sabrina and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But yeah, uh, after reading that at one of my local comic book stores where I actually went there to get, uh, I think I was getting, <laughs> I actually still have this figurine. It was for the original El Diablo a predator uh oh like yeah figurine and mm-hmm. stuff like that like from the first film so i saw that in my comic book store they were selling it so i decided to buy that and it's like oh if you like predator read this and it was archie and the predator and i thought it was hilarious <laughs> yeah it's surprising how um like violent they get because yeah. they, they keep uh i haven't read that one i've read some other archie because no, archie's yeah, gone all over no, the place you can just imagine a 10 yeah. year old reading this for his first time thinking oh my god archie what what have you done <laughs> it's, it's the same like classic art style right mm-hmm. yeah it, they just bring in the predator yeah and just gore and he hunt yeah and yeah. it gets violent and yeah. it's it, <laughs> like there, have you there's a really good one um a really good one for the halloween season mm. that everyone should read if you're into comics uh especially you know archie which is more like comic strip yeah but uh this is a graphic novel called uh or uh, afterlife archie or archie after afterlife with archie mm. archie afterlife it's a zombie book, <laughs> and the, nice. it's not the same uh, uh, art style that we know Archie to be. Yeah. It's uh, more uh, stylized. Riverdale. It, it, <laughs> you know, this actually, I could see this art style and this take on Archie and River, uh, Riverdale being the, Riverdale. the basis for that show. Interesting. Because it, it's, it's dark. And, do something what, wait, shitty. what? <laughs> no, well, yeah, I haven't actually seen any of Riverdale, but you, you th- shouldn't. Save, <laughs> save your time. <laughs> this this book is actually really cool. It's a horror comic. Okay. Um, nice. Very Robert Kirkman, very Romero mm. when it comes to zombies. Is it like Cross? Is it like Cross? No, it's more. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, literally, just imagine uh, Night of the Living Dead, but mm. it's Archie, you know, and it's really sad also because they take these iconic, cartoony, you know, kids figures yeah. from our childhoods everyone's childhood you know because archie's been around forever yeah, archie's pretty old yeah i mean isn't that and, 60s and, or 70s uh i think it might be the the 60s because my mom was reading archie oh wow. my mom was reading archie when she was young so oh, yeah. it might be the 60s i someone can fact check this but i say yeah yeah, the, the, right, the right how- down the comment. Destroy yeah. Julius. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the fact of the matter is, <laughs> Archie was published. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, <laughs> Julius, you don't know Archie lore. You you think that 
uh, systemic racism is the reason you don't understand when Archie was <laughs> published originally. And that's not true. Um, but yeah, Archie books are really fun. Yeah, they are. They're very entertaining, no matter the source of material or the people that they're bringing on. I think I saw one, and someone also fact-checked me on this. I remember at the same store, they had an Archie versus Hellraisers. Uh-huh. And I just saw the cover, and it looked really interesting with, uh, who was it? Um, uh, Pinhead? Pinhead, yeah. yeah. Pinhead had his entire chest ripped apart. <laughs> he had, like, like some BDM-esque gear on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he drawn the same way as Archie? Drawn the same in the exact Archie style. way, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, they need to do... You could do anything at that point you with really Archie. Can, yeah. Archie and the, the Ninja Turtles, you know? Archie and Ash versus, yeah. from Evil Archie, Dead. There's an Archie versus Batman. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw that one. I know that I mean, it makes a Batman sense. versus the Predator. Oh, yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> there are a couple of those. There's Batman versus Predator. There's Batman and Superman versus Alien and Predator. <laughs> there's... um. Alien versus Predator, obviously. There's Predator or uh, Terminator versus the uh, uh, Terminator versus RoboCop, written by the uh, great and also awful Frank Miller. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, actually, but uh, that's that they've had all sorts of crossovers yeah. in the past. And uh, where, do the crossovers get you? Um, Are they your they your thing if you're going to read a comic book? I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when I first read Aliens vs. Predators, because I was doing a marathon in preparation for Prey, mm. um, mm-hmm. and I was <laughs> I was kind of hoping that there would be a little bit of reference. I mean, if you haven't seen Prey yet, I I've seen it. We, actually, we can talk a little bit about oh, Prey later, because okay, cool, I, I, I'll save it for that. I'm excited. I'm excited right, to talk cool, about say. that. But, um, yeah, I, in preparation for Prey, I was watching a lot of source materials, so I was watching the first AVP and the second AVP. A Requiem, which I love Requiem, but mm-hmm. there's like a big problem with the the like, lore, the lighting. Oh, the, the lighting, lighting is so I... awful. Like <laughs> the movie is good, uh-huh. and the gore is amazing, but it's so dark to the point where you can't see anything. And I think that's the one problem with this film. And if they just enhance the lighting, maybe write the characters a little bit better, then the film would be good. I've not seen Requiem. I've seen the first ten minutes of Alien vs Predator, mm-hmm. which was a mistake <laughs> because I was trying to watch it after. Uh, Alien, Alien and yeah. Aliens. Yeah. Two of the greatest science fiction films ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tried to watch I was just like, what the yeah. fuck well, is Well, I have this? a digital copy of AVR. AVPR. Well, it's on Hulu also. Oh, oh, wait, really? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay. I, all, the, all those films are on Hulu. Oh, really? The Alien oh, with films. Prey? Yeah, because Disney owns them now. Oh, because okay, of, for real. Because of uh, when they got 20th Century Fox. Oh, they got the insane. rights to Yeah, they got that's the rights so cool. to Predator well, I Alien. I was re-watching AVP. And uh, Predators 2 and Predators 1 on Hulu. And then I just had the digital copy at my home. So I was just like, oh, I'll just put that on my Xbox. So I watched it that way. You watched... AVPR. Pre- yeah, but did you also cool. watch... You watched the original Predator. Oh, yeah, I watched... Schwarzenegger. I did it, yeah, I did it yeah. in chronological okay. order. So I did... Uh, I didn't do the Aliens films because I, I couldn't find any. The only one I did watch was Aliens. Uh, well, so there's Alien also. Oh, there's Alien on Hulu too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Alien, uh, Aliens. There are the other films. <laughs> there's Prometheus. I've not seen Alien Covenant. Um, Alien Covenant was pretty good. Yeah. I like it a little bit better than Prometheus. I'll say that much. Um, know, I think it's like I've not seen original. It. I've not seen Alien Covenant. Yeah. Um, Prometheus is fun, but it gets dumb. Yeah, it gets <laughs> it gets yeah. kind of dumb at some points. But we, we can talk about that yeah, a bit later. Um, but Covenant's pretty good. Covenant's but, like, cool. There's like Maybe one part where you're kind of like, oh, there's just like refurbish, which is fine because mm-hmm. I know they're 
it's like a prequel to everything and trying to explain like Covenant. Well, Covenant is a sequel to Prometheus. Well, a prequel to like Alien. And right. Aliens, yeah. It, yeah. It. Well, Ridley Scott wanted to do a, a trilogy of uh, prequels, I guess, that would lead into what we know with the original well, Alien. Well, yeah, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Covenant. I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I've seen some clips from it. I'm like, oh, this looks, it's actually kind of disturbing. Some of the elements yeah. in there. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. But um, when it comes to those comics, there's uh, we, you brought up Alien vs Predator the comics. Great pr- uh, comic, honestly. Better than the films. Uh oh yeah, way better <laughs> than the films. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because like, it, I, I think that's the one thing that's hard for me to like read comic books is that and why i prefer film media more over like mm-hmm. reading material is well you, it's you can't read you don't know how I know, to read. i don't but i also kind of try <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like the visual the visualization i know that most people are like oh it, you're just dumb because you can't visualize like in what, what? Uh, what in like comic when you books? read something like a book or like when you read a comic it's kind of like for me it's hard for me to like visualize like how the scenes are operating or like what's the fulfillment of like how the scene is supposed to look like overall Mm -hmm. or like how you like would perceive something in your mind like oh this is what i'm perceiving in my mind or this is how it looks right so when i watch it i can at least see like okay well i guess that is what equivalated in my mind now i'll have to do the process of thinking yeah would you you prefer a more uh tangible a, a more setting, visual stimulus a, th- a 3d setting yeah. if you will you know instead because you know even though i love comic books Listen, they are very they're like two-dimensional bones, bones is amazing but oh bone yeah yeah i, I remember bone. reading bone when i was growing up <laughs> dude that was like the best all the kids at like uh the elementary school yep. would like get their m- parents money just to buy that book at just the school fair, ex- you know exactly at the book fairs there's always going to be bone you know all these books that and toys and and mm. stuff and the chocolate calculator and the chocolate chocolate cal- I've never heard of that but that's really? cool Dude, chocolate had, calculator had, yeah it was a Hershey's bar chocolate calculator and it was a calculator that smelled like Hershey's chocolate that's evil <laughs> that is evil <laughs> that is of Hershey's evil. <laughs> that that is literally okay so quick sidebar okay. And that's like that's illegal. That, that's, le- <laughs> that's, that's legal. That's legal terminology. Chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. That, this is um, I'm legal <laughs> legal terminology for you. Sidebar. Willy Wonka is an evil man. Okay, and the closest thing we have to Willy Wonka and the Wonka Factory is Hershey's. Okay. Hershey's is now evil. Now hearing that shit, <laughs> trying to seep that into our schools. I mean, it's already crazy seeing like vending machines with soda and candy and all this sugary crap in schools. Mm-hmm. To hear a cal- a tool, a, a tool, a to, tool of education, a, a tool of education and understanding the workings of, of not even just our world, the universe. We're gonna <laughs> seep chocolate in that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, while you're figuring out how our physical 4D, our 3D to 4D realm works, you're going to think about our product, bitch. <laughs> like, honestly, that is evil. Chocolate. Chocolate. Hers- and Hershey's is already kind of nasty as a yeah, chocolate. Yeah, I don't know why people like Hershey's. I don't, like, it's too milky. Uh, it's too milky, yeah. <laughs> Make me I, feel I'm sick. a big, all right, here, I'm a big advocator, and don't take this the wrong way, people who like white chocolate <laughs> can die. <laughs> White chocolate is disgusting. If you like Death white, you unironically, if you like white chocolate, you're a child. You know, you're like your you, your tastes are underdeveloped. You don't know what's good. <laughs> Be quiet, sitting in the corner. 
Dark chocolate is the best chocolate. You know, I feel the same way uh, regarding you (laughs) when it comes to some... Everything. Well, specifically, one of our upcoming topics that we're not going to get into right now, but it's... It's uh, it has like to do with Star Wars. Oh my! <laughs> That's how I, I feel I had about a you. Feel like you were gonna talk about Star Wars, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, so it was a lot of Archie growing up for you. Um, did, <laughs> I know you watched a lot of the cartoons of superheroes growing up. Like I know your favorite probably mm. Batman: Brave and the Bold. Oh yeah, that is that your amazing. favorite? Is that fair to say, say? Yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah. Well, I would think. Either Young Justice, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, Batman: Brave and Bold. Yeah, it's it's a it's a show, comic book show starring Batman yep. that had a, a really nice sense of humor to it. <laughs> it Not really, really did, yeah. heavy meta quality to it. Yeah, because it was referencing a lot of what was going on in the golden age of Batman. Yep. I mean, like he's like the barrel chest, square jawed. Uh, fighter for justice, for right? Justice, the crusader yeah. of justice, as it were. You know, like he—he he is literally Batman at this universe is basically. <laughs> don't worry, sir. I'll have your daughter home by nine o'clock. Literally, you know? he's like, I am here to fight for the he's forces like of truth and justice. <laughs> he's if Gordon was Batman, which they did in recent comics. They made Gordon Batman, nice. and it was odd. They gave him a, a mech suit. <laughs> they gave him Why? a mech suit. <laughs> Like, they're trying to do kind of a RoboCop thing oh, okay. with him. Yeah. Were they it's, trying to do, like, uh, I forget, there's that one Batman character um, with the young guy who's the son of Batman. Oh, of Lucius Fox? Yeah. Uh, Lucius yeah, Fox, yeah. I, for, I think his name is Lucas, Lucas Fox, but he's Batwing. Gotcha. It's yeah. it, That is not, no, it's a different thing. But, like, he has a mechanical he has a, bat. He, he has a mechanical suit. kind of like the same. Batwing is more kind of Iron Man, mm. whereas this is literally, it's like, like. Iron Buster? I, I don't. I, I guess a Hulkbuster would be an appropriate analogy. Iron Buster, look at me. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> I, Iron Buster. Iron Buster. Igor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Batman: Brave and the Bold. Really, really cool cartoon. Really good. Yeah. Really nice animation. It showed me one of my favorite villains of all time growing up. Who's that? Animal, mineral, vegetable man. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I thought we left. See, we're. We're supposedly in a new wave, a new <laughs> renaissance of podcasts on this channel, and, and I thought, I'm bringing it back, baby. Just, I thought I'm bringing we were it back. Behind <laughs> never, animal, I'll, mineral, I'll never vegetable leave. man, he will kill everyone. He is the planet destroyer. <laughs> At, what's his name? Animal, mineral, vegetable man kills the Marvel universe, <laughs> or kills the DC universe. Actually, uh, they should do that as a comic book. That would be brilliant. Um, I would love to see him on Suicide Squad, the next film, oh, the, yeah. the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. uh, Two or yeah, three, two or maybe yeah. Well, I would technically technically be technically three, be right? Three, but we know they just call it uh, the, the Suicide Squad, the, the or you know the good name, the next Suicide Squad because the last team died. <laughs> it could be the next, yeah, the next Suicide Squad or the new the Suicide ma- Squad. Yeah, it's just like the good, the bad, and the man. Minimal <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, but that was a cool cartoon, and you know the voice of that Batman. I think his name is Diedrich Baker. Mm-hmm. Is the voice for Batman and Harley Quinn, <laughs> the new anime, the rated R show. The rated R show, yeah. which is great, man. It's great. So that's pretty much your the sum up of your familiarity. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, but also like a lot of the movies that came out. Of course, right. Yeah. Like, what what are some of your favorite comic book films? Oh, uh, definitely the um, the Suicide Squad, both mm-hmm. of, uh, the Hell to Pay and then the first one. Um, I'm trying to figure out what other. Um, Ooh, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but with Young Avengers, uh, they released a theatrical movie 
uh, or a straight to DVD movie. Oh, what was it? Um, the next next Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because yesterday I did a podcast with my friend Daniel. Ignore this podcast, Chapter mm-hmm. Seven, uh, the show no one asked for, and we talk no about that. We talk about the next. <laughs> nice. I love the next Avengers. It's it's a cool one. It's a really good. Sh- I mean, well, movie. We're a good little little short good little, little film. Short, yeah. Yeah, and and you know you are actually. You were probably the perfect age for when that came out. Probably, you yeah. know, because it came Be out. Quiet. You're like how older than me? Like three I'm, I'm years quite ago. a bit older than You're you. Three years older. Than I'm me. older than. How old are you? I'm 20. Okay, I'm not. I'm 37. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm, I'm 76. With 20 children. <laughs> I look great. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you were probably the perfect age for when that came out. It was, I think, that came out the year of Iron Man. So mm. you were probably what, like seven, seven or six, seven or six, and yep. you, you were watching it. And you, it's a good um, little history lesson of who the Avengers are. Yep. You know, for your generation. Yeah. Of like, if you want to know your quick, ge- who the, it is. I'm not part of the same generation as you. Oh my god. Ninety six <laughs> and <Oops>. counting. <laughs> that's your age. That's my age. Yeah, I I just go up. <laughs> I just go up. People, other people go down. What? Are you a uh, Marvel Eternal? I am. At, you know, it's funny you say that. Oh my god! I am Kingo. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kingo. Actually. And another thing, which I probably should have not seen at my age, uh, was Hulk versus oh, Wolverine. Oh, Hulk versus Wolverine. Yeah. And, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Planet Hulk. Pla- Planet Hulk is yeah. a good one. Yeah. I like that one. It's more accessible than uh, Hulk versus Wolverine. Yeah, Hulk versus Wolverine <laughs> is like you definitely shouldn't let a six-year-old watch. No, that's rated R. Yeah, that's rated. That's R. a rated R. Planet R- Hulk is like there's maybe like. I mean, it's just violent. No, but it's so, it's like, like it's still, okay. It's I like mean, John Carter. Yeah, well, John I think Carter it's a of Mars. More violent than John Carter. Yeah, it is, but it's it's that uh, a kid can watch yeah, both. That, you know, I think you could be like, to be honest, I think you could be seven or eight to be allowed for to watch for that what movie, for Planet Hulk. I mean, it's not that bad though. I mean, yeah, but I feel like you wouldn't really understand what's going on when yeah. you're six. Well, in what way? Like, like, what do you mean? Like, when I watch the film, I don't understand what I'm watching. I'm just like, oh, big Hulk. All right, cool. <laughs> He's fighting. Sick. That's the. But the cool thing is, it's it's a Hulk that is very. It's a very different type yeah, of it's Hulk. It's a very you fleshed know? out Hulk. It's a Hulk that is. That movie is essentially Gladiator yeah, with the Hulk. With you the know. Hulk, yeah. And I, actually, I'm kind of curious. This is a little another sidebar, mm. another chocolate Did bar. Did he have a blue wife in that? He he had a yeah had a, a, a wife in that and that would supposedly lead into World War Hulk at some point. But um, I'm curious what you think. Have you before anything? Have you been watching She Hulk at all? Uh, so I know the third episode released today. It releases I think tonight actually. Oh tonight okay. Tonight. Well I'm going I, to probably, watch that probably it, tomorrow yeah. for lunch yeah. or breakfast. So figuring out. So far I've only watched the two first episodes. I have interesting views. Right. In the sense of, uh, also, real quick, I just had to shout this out. Uh, her law degree is um, is from Bruin, uh, is from UCLA. So, yes. So you, saw so, so you were probably down with that. I was very down yeah. with that. I know, while everyone <laughs> and then was she mentioned the, the student stupid loans. Stupid Wolverine and the Eternals <laughs> Easter egg. I saw hey, that, that was dope. And, uh, all right, first off, I didn't even see that in the film. I had to well, go neither on did Instagram I. <laughs> and look for it. And, like, people were like, oh my god, there's an Easter egg. It's so huge. No, it's not. It's like in the... Wait a minute. It's, it's huge, all right? No, it's huge, it's, but it's in the corner. I can't notice it's it. It's huge, but it's small. It's huge, but it's small. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're like, oh, she's going to the school... Or she went yeah, to she went school that I'm at. Yeah, so and that's I cool. That was pretty cool. Um, so for the f- for the show, 
Um, I definitely think that that I feel like either either it's an unbridled stroke of genius or an arrogance on understanding. I mean, not an arrogance, but an ignorance on understanding the character Hulk for the show. In the sense, in the of, character of the Hulk, in the character of the Hulk for Bruce it, Banner, un- understanding him, understanding okay, okay. him, I'm or bridal like um just a like what? it's either a stroke of genius what they're doing for his character or kind of like they're forgetting about his character in this okay. sense i'm curious um, i'm curious for she hulk right cousin with that scene where she's talking to bruce about i handle anger a little bit more than you yeah it can either be perceived as these two ways either one that she because this is on the focus of her it is showing that she doesn't really care about her cousin's past trauma and right. what he went through right. about how he almost killed himself almost and, all and has time. killed multiple and has people killed multiple yeah, people yeah. and has hurt the lives that are around him and right. she's blatantly being this arrogant because she's telling him her reality and her side of the story and being fleshed into this new reality now that she has to face what he has faced okay and is also showing like like do like on his side, you don't understand my pain. She's saying, no, you don't understand my pain. Right. That is my understanding on the unstroke of genius. Okay. Now, for the ignorance part, sometimes the writing feels like it kind of forgets that Hulk has, or they're not making enough clear references that Hulk has gone through all of this trauma. It's more right. or less up to the fans' interpretation, or at least how I felt, mm-hmm. that we understand what Hulk has went through. Yeah. But does the writers know what has Hulk went through? I, I would say they do. Um, when it com- And the reason I brought up She-Hulk in- at all is because I want to talk about the characterization, exactly what you brought up, the characterization of the Hulk so far, because that's been a big criticism towards Marvel uh, lately, yeah. be, you know, ever since Endgame and the introduction of this smart Hulk, you know, Marvel has gotten a lot gray of Hulk. shit. For, what'd you say? I've been gray Hulk. That'd be cool if he was gray. But um, Marvel has gotten a lot of shit for their their latest interpretation of the Hulk. Yeah. And there's been a lot of comparisons to what we were introduced with uh, Edward Norton, right? Because in that, you know, you, all sorts of memes on Instagram, you see that Hulk then versus what we have now, right? Mm-hmm. And that gets on my nerves, to be honest, because okay. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a genuine... I think it's disingenuous, that comparison. Well, I would definitely say the comparison between Edward Norton is very disingenuous because they're two different actors, yeah, two but different also, stylizations. But also, it's a, say it's a character the arc. The beginning of Hulk, or at least, I guess... Because I, I understand how some people feel. Because I feel like it's such a weird transition. And I was going to say, right. kind of how I feel about Luke's character with Star Wars. It's oh, such okay. A weird, yeah, that's fair. It's such a weird transition to see a character go through so much trauma and so much pain. And then kind of, we understand that he is going through a Zen life. Yeah. And he is trying to forgive all his past sins and what he has done. Yeah. And to hurt people. But it's also weird to see, we don't get drunk. <laughs> well, though, even that, though, that would of, be awesome. Though, all, that would be that's awesome. Not how, that's not how alcohol works. <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't see fucking eight feet tall green people either, Brian. <laughs> but I, I kind of understand how people would be very like, why is Hulk kind of being always treated like a butt? The, the butt of a joke? Of a joke. Similar um, to also like how Winter Soldier, I mean, how Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of made Captain America kind of like a like an asshole or selfish. 
Okay. So, uh, addressing the Hulk point. Yeah. Um, I like the idea mm-hmm. of the Hulk. I actually like where the Hulk is. Are you okay? All right. I dropped a chip. <laughs> in, oh, in your, in, in in your Johnny Blazing sauce. Johnny Blazing sauce. That's a good name. That Johnny Blazing sauce. <laughs> there we go, hey. bro. Um, no one's still up. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Um, but we'll find you. <laughs> um, I like the idea of where the Hulk is right now in terms of he did go, do he went through a lot of trauma he did. and is now trying to uh, achieve a very balanced life. I like the uh, the quote being a Hulk requires balance. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting direction for the character, especially looking where he started because Edward Norton's film is canon. You know, and they, in yeah, the yeah. last episode, they make a joke I'm saying, I'm yeah, yeah. He changed <laughs> a lot. <laughs> he changed a lot. You know, so they make it very clear that that stuff did happen. Yeah. His story started there and he was uncontrollable then, you know, mm-hmm. and his whole journey so far has been about control. And I think the turn of him becoming more comedic was introduced. I mean, clearly in Ragnarok, in Ragnarok right? Yeah. So I feel like the movies ever since then have been trying a very to subtle comedy. Cause it wasn't yeah. like him cracking jokes with everyone else where it was about physical humor, which I would even yeah. say is more genius sometimes. Yeah. And I, I like, I, I like the idea of the smart Hulk. I mean, that is something from the comics, you know, mm-hmm. the, a lot of, um, I just want him to be gray. We'll probably get that. We'll probably get the Grey Hulk at some point, you know, because the Hulk deals with multiple uh, personalities and Mr. Fix-It, one of the Grey versions, is the Grey version, you know? So I'm down with that in the the future. But I do think we will get to that Hulk that is, like, just a fucking, like, a monster again. I think we will get to that point. that's the other thing. I feel like a lot of people are upset. Similar to me, where we get a lot of projects about a lot of characters who sometimes I feel like we don't really need a development on them just yet. Mm -hmm. Or other times where the characters needed a development from prior, like a long time ago, and then now they're getting their projects. Now it's like, it's a little overdue now. Yeah, and especially uh, yeah. when they're dead. It's like, why, why would I really care? <laughs> well, another thing is that Marvel ha- for so long hasn't owned, had the rights to the Hulk. That mm-hmm. was universal, and it was a partnership that they were allowed to use the Hulk in their thing. Kind of similar to what Spider-Man's deal is with the MCU. So mm-hmm. they weren't, they just weren't able to make Sony would a, make so Hulk much money, but I get it. For, for they what? make pretty good games. It, just selling off the rights. Well, I mean. That you know, that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. With the Hulk, they—if we had gotten it like another Hulk film, we probably would have gotten the treatment and a more consistent story that people have been wanting. And I'm confident that in the future, at some point, we will get another Hulk film with Mark Hopefully Ruffalo. Hulk World War, you know? Well, yeah, World War Hulk, and, I, and we'll that's see, that would be maybe we'll see. Great. Maybe we'll we'll see Mr. Gray and Red Hulk. You know? Yeah. Maybe we will see that, and we'll see like maybe yeah. an introduction of the multiverse, which is. Well, they're doing that, yeah, yeah. It, and they've they're they're there already, yeah, you know. And uh, Red Hulk would have to be someone else because William Will uh, William Hurt passed away, yeah. General Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, so they got to figure that out. But yeah, I'm I'm confident in what Maybe, they're going to do with the Hulk. Uh, and real quick, I, yeah. I just want to throw a little casting um, for who for fan casting for uh, World Hulk. World War Hulk? World War Hulk. Okay, uh, this, sound, maybe, this looks maybe, like it's a joke. Maybe, <laughs> Just looking at your face, it <laughs> no, no, looks no, like no. you're going to mess no, with no, no, me no, right no. now. Maybe missed, Maybe Grey Hulk is Edward Norton. And then... Oh, okay. What if... From Red another Hulk, universe? Yeah. And what if Red Hulk is... Uh, what's the same? Either... Uh, who, Eric actually, no, Bana? No, no, no. no <laughs> from, uh, from the 2003 the who plays, film? Uh, Billy, uh, the butcher from uh, The Boys. Oh, uh... 
what's his name? Uh, Carl Urban? Carl Urban, yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, he was in Thor Ragnarok. He was in Thor Ragnarok. But I guess yeah. if it's another universe, right? He mm-hmm. can just, you know, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I, I think that's that's interesting, Edward Norton being a, a variant of Bruce Banner. Yeah, that would um, just make sense because, like, Spider-Man, you know, they yeah. had their variants. That's true. I, I would be shocked if I – if he came back yeah. <laughs> especially with you know with how he left uh marvel <laughs> and you know all that stuff yeah i am curious how different the hulk would would be if would've it been. were uh, yeah. still edward norton you know yeah. i'm very curious yeah. about which that. Was, that film was not the greatest but it was cool i, I like that it's film. cool yeah I like that i'll film. say that it's definitely like a transformers film i'll say that uh i don't i don't know if i would go that far but <laughs> yeah, you Hey, you, you know say what? that I all like you want. I the Transformers film, so maybe that's why. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. all right. That's that, see uh, again. <laughs> the wrong thing to no, say. No, no. I only like one through three, and I think that's oh fair. Oh my god! Like? You like the one? See, Brian, this is exactly why you like the prequels, okay? Because you know, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for yeah, this yeah, point until we get that, to yeah. Star Wars talk. Let's talk about uh, some comic books that we've been reading, some recommendations. Now, Ooh. I don't know if you've been reading anything. Have you been reading anything uh, lately? Besides the thing that you gave me on Marvel Trivia Night? No. Well, what, well, what did I give you? Let's hear it. Uh, you gave me uh, the Infinity War Saga, I believe. Yeah. Okay, you've been reading that? Yeah. How has it been? How'd you like it? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, so far, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've actually I got so entranced to the point where I was like, can I find the continuation of this or like the sequel or the prequel so I can get a little bit more context? So I was trying to look through it and I actually found an interesting website that gives off a lot of free comic books online. But oh, okay. it's like one of those illegal download pages kind yeah. of thing and stuff. And then I went to a rabbit hole because then I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't fully read Crossed. So let me read Crossed. Mm-hmm. And then I fully read it and now <laughs> I, I, don't see li- I don't see life. The same anymore. What is Crossed? Uh, Crossed is an interesting horror gore comic book. Uh-huh. If you thought The Boys and Invincible <laughs> was gory, you have not read Crossed. Crossed literally has a scene. It's a disgusting book. It is literally the... Def- <laughs> it's not even a book anyone should read. I read it because I was just intrigued. Don't. Don't. Crossed. Don't do I'll it. I'll give you two instances. Yeah. One of the worst instances I saw was a hillbilly zombie guy. It's kind of like the premise is that the book is like a zombie virus similar to 28 Days Later. Okay. Where it's not like people are actually zombies, but more or less infected with hate right, and yeah. rage. But instead of hate and rage, it's satanic hate and rage. Oh, shit. So people... A good little Christian do, boy like you reading oh my, this, Brian? It's like evil ritual. Like, imagine Insidious and 28 Days connected to each wow. other. Yeah. Okay. So there's a hillbilly zombie guy who beats people <laughs> What's to his death. Name? I think his name is Bob. Or Bob. Bob or or, Otis? Like a, or a Billy Bob. Or Billy something. Bob. Oh, yeah. shit. His and he Billy beats Bob. people to death and cracks their skulls open uh-huh. with a horse penis. Oh. With an erected horse penis that he ripped off from a horse. See, it makes more sense why you showed me that photo earlier of Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's another scene which I hate when I was reading it. <laughs> It it's a scene where this it, 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 and it's an anthology book. So oh, okay. So kind of like World War not, Z. Kind of, yeah. Kind of yeah. like World War Z, um, in the sense of <laughs> we have a scene, and I don't want to laugh at it. It's horrible. 
where <laughs> one of the characters that we follow is part of a family on a farm, and they had a lot of past trauma, and it shows their life before the outbreak, where their father molested uh, all three of the sisters mm. uh, because the mom had recently passed away, and he had been abusing them for a while. Yeah. And during the zombie outbreak, one of the sisters gets infected. Okay. And the father, who still gets drunk and still touches his daughters, molests his younger daughter who was infected. Oh, Jesus. And she gets pregnant. Who wrote this shit? And the child is also infected. And so the oldest daughter kills her father and kills her sister, but doesn't notice that the child is still pregnant and the child pops out and kills the middle sister by strangling it with his umbilical cord and cussing and cursing Jesus, obscenities. Brian, the, where where, and the where older did you get this book? Strangles her baby sister's child. Brian, who gave you this shit? Who told you about this? I was watching the boys comic book stuff and I was reading them. <laughs> Comments and then, explained? Yeah. And I was trying to explain this stuff and they're like, well, at least it's not as bloody as crossed. And I was like, what is that? What's crossed? And I searched oh it up and I God. don't see life anymore. Dude. Oh my God. It's horrible. It's really horrible. Oh my God. That's awful. Yeah. Don't look this up. Yeah, is please it, do not look it up. It's, it, it's awful. How's the art style? Is it very? Is it's I imagine very, like, it's exploited. It's like Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, it's like Walking Dead okay. art style. Okay. It's good. Right. It's not unique in any regard. Like it's not like, it's not like Invincible how it's distinct, or like, the boys on how it's like it's shell shading is like similar to like Kick Ass. It's like Walking Dead. Is it like uh, kind of ugly and mean spirited? It sounds yeah, that way. Very ugly. Yeah. 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 And not in terms of like terms the quality. Of quality, no, no. Like but in just terms of like the look the theme of it, right? Yeah, the trying. theme. Oh, and then there's a scene where they see a zombie molesting a dolphin. What the? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you, you know what dolphins do. I mean, they... and yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, this is just, that, that's fine. Dolphins <laughs> molest other creatures. <laughs> dolphins are crazy, man. In fact, I'll show you right now. Oh, no, Brian, don't. Wait, I think you have showed me this. Oh my god, Brian. You're going to get a live reaction now, but we're not showing this in the video. Oh my Jesus, Brian. What the hell is this? Oh my god. I thank god the 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 image is low quality. Thank god the image is low quality. Yeah, yeah, that's not an HD JPEG. It's disgusting. Yep. It's a small megapixel. It is. It's a it's a horrible book. I do not encourage anyone to read it. Oh, God. If you, if you like really gory stuff, go ahead. I'm forewarning you. It is disgusting. Not as Jacob good. would probably like it. Yeah, Jacob. Actually, <laughs> me and Jacob were talking about it. He, oh, my God. And he, he is down to read it. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, that sounds fucked up, fool. That's crazy, fool. <laughs> I also read something recent, too. Okay. Uh, and it's actually kind of reminds me of like Archie's art style. It's like a cutesy art style, but the material is dark. It, I what was it? It was zombie. <laughs> I think it was zombie hooker or zombie <laughs> uh, mistress or something like that. And oh. it's basically like the premise is that it's like a w- nighttime walker woman who gets abused and killed and stabbed and shot in the head by like an abusive elite guy. And these kids do, like, some, like, science... It's funny. So, like, they do, yeah. like, a weird, like, Jimmy Neutron science experiment, and they make her come alive. And then they're like, oh, what's your name? She's like, oh, my name was Jessica. Or, like, my name was, like, Roberta. Like, something, like, it's basic. 
I think it was Samara, I think, or okay. Samantha. And then uh, they're like, oh, this and that. And it gets to the point where it's a crime-fighting duo of the boys. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> but no, these two young boys who help out this zombie hooker help her kill the guys that led to her death. And so she frees, like, other hookers who, like, are b- being molested or, like, Jesus abused and Brian, stuff. what the hell? And it's all, like... There's a running theme here with what you're reading. Yeah. What like, the hell is zombies. it? zombies. I like zombies, man. Zombies uh, that's cool. not what I'm talking about. <laughs> not what i'm talking about brian you sick bastard <laughs> yeah uh, so do you know what publishers uh or, yeah what publishers are putting these books out i believe cross's publisher is the same as the boys uh dynamite yeah yeah and i believe that the zombie here i'll actually search up the zombie one right now okay okay but yeah that what... sounds like diamond dynamite would put out that <laughs> that one of the zombie book because the boys, I mean, after a while, it just became exploitive, you know? And, it really did. Uh, I mean, with hero-gasm and everything, uh, it literally just became uh, porn and violence oh, porn. Zombie Tramp. There we go. Zombie Tramp, okay. Yeah, and then I can't, uh, here. Zombie Tramp, Jesus Christ. It's very. It's a funny book. Bu- it's a funny comic. Um, oh, okay. Oh, the- this is not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's that- like, it's similar Archie's style, but like, it's gory. So, it's by, uh... Action Lab Danger Zone? I guess so. Here, By, uh, a writer named Mendoza. Miles yeah. Mendoza? Miles Mendoza. <laughs> Here, let me see if that, that is that or if that's just like a... Like, Lo- like love a writing book, my fetish like books. Book stamp, you know? My fetish books. <laughs> it's very good. And it actually kind of reminds me of something that I read when I was kind of younger, which I thought was like funny at the time, where it kind of was the similar... I think it was the similar writer kick-ass. And it was Mark Millar. Yeah, Mark Miller. And it was something called the Pro, and it was about like a like a nighttime prostitute who got okay, superhero powers. See, it's fun. Okay, with that, I need because now it's a pattern. Now I have to ask <laughs> Brian, what is it about these books and their subject matter? Because it's the same themes that I'm hearing: abuse, molestation, <laughs> prostitutes. Wait, why do you what, say it like that? Because I'm thinking of, I got like mole. I got mole on the back of my mind. What is it about these themes that attract you to these books? Like, what? Why is it that of the books you you've read, these are the ones that first came to your mind? Well, I kind of like a lot of dark material Uh in the sense of like I like reading it, and it I think it tells real human stories Mm -hmm. and tells them really well. Right. As for a reason why I love Invincible and love The Boys. Right. It's trying to include real life stories within a fake material and try and handle that type of material and marvel has done that in dc too of like trying to do like suicide prevention or like yeah murder and um and like other type of things but i feel like with that it's i don't want to say disingenuous but i feel like it's almost guaranteed because mm-hmm. a lot of those projects are not anything real it's all like I mean, they have a lot of real material. I would say maybe Young Justice goes over the most mm-hmm. of the realities of DC. And I think they do a little bit too much to the point where it's, like, horrible now. Right, but right. I feel like a lot of these projects, they don't have the same weight of, like, losing a following or gaining anyone. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, this is what makes it, and they're just going to do it. Or well, similar to, like, reading um, Walking Dead. It's, like, interesting to see people's real life stories and like the pain and the suffer that they go through and seeing how they overcome that or even seeing their boiling point to the point where they don't overcome it mm-hmm. and seeing how that affects other people in a lot of these independent books there is no overcoming 
mm-hmm. you know, like it's just it's just really dark cynicism a lot of the time. Yeah, and that's what the boys was for a long time, yeah. you know. And it does have a relatively happy ending, but that <laughs> at least Huey's quote unquote happy ending. Yeah, it came at a very dark heavy price yeah you know and i know they're actually continuing the boys really uh, uh, there's like a new run apparently of the boys where it's set uh, like i think 15 years after the original series ended and huey is older at this point and everything so i've i've heard a little bit about it and it's you know it's i don't know i i need to are you down with it or no from what i've seen i'm not too interested in it i mean there are some aspects about it that are interesting like he's dealing with the ptsd of meeting butcher um so that's interesting but i feel like sometimes i just need like with the shit you just brought up i feel like i have to wash my my ears because i didn't read it if i read it i probably have to wash my eyes you know yeah, yeah. but um no. Well, I also, <laughs> no i also think that the difference between me is that i love horror yeah so do i genre and i like watching that type of stuff I know that my mom and people always tell me you probably shouldn't watch or listen to that stuff. I get it. But I understand what's reality and what's false. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like when people die. Like, I actually, this morning, uh, I don't want to be too sad. What happened? Uh, I was watching, I think it was Oni Plays, um, but the guys who made Smiling Friends. And I was okay. watching something from the, and they brought up something about the Garbage Twins. It was a father and son duo. And it's a funny but horrible video where... It's the son and father who are like these hillbillies, and they're fighting with their neighbor over trash. Um, and their neighbor is throwing out like this cardboard box, and they're the father and son are trying to take the box. Yeah. And the neighbor doesn't want them to, and it gets to a point where they start yelling at each other in boiling point where the father shows his gun, and then the other father and the neighbor starts yelling at him. It's like you dare like point a gun at uh, like point a gun and show me your gun like my kids can see this. You're a horrible man. Like, I'll kill you and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And the funny part comes with the father and son being like, you ain't gonna do it. <laughs> you ain't gonna do it. And oh, I was like, geez. and it, it's weird that it's, this is real. Like, it feels like this is such like a scene. And so the neighbor gets, and the, and the wife, I feel like the neighbor and the wife could have been the mature people and just left the situation as is. I mean, of course, someone should point a gun at another person, but if someone points a gun at me, <clears throat> I'm not going to continue arguing with them. I'm just going to go back in my home or yeah. call the police mm-hmm. and do both. Wait, wait. What What does this have to do with anything? Oh, uh, well, basically. Get to the talking, point, right, God damn the it. The point is that the wife eggs on her husband, the right. neighbor, to fight them. And he does. He takes a two-by-four and swings it at the father. The father does get hit uh-huh. on his temple. Not major. This, the father gets out of the way and the son shoots the neighbor point blank with a shotgun. Oh, Jesus. Kills him. Oh, my and God. The recording doesn't show that, but it does show the wife screaming at the top of her lungs, being like, Michael? And see, and so, so this is. Okay, so you're just attracted to really dark material. I'm attracted to a lot of real life things and seeing how, like, that I can use that with, like, media or, like, with mm-hmm. writing that I do or, like, with entertainment things that I do. And also, I just kind of like learning about the world and seeing like how people can like get to such a low, and seeing like, wow, that's that's crazy, right? Yeah, I just like learning about the world and seeing about things. Well, in in a lot of the independent stuff, you get uh, 
you, those writers don't have as many restrictions mm-hmm. as the big two have, you know, when it yeah. comes to displaying reality in a gritty sense. So I, you know, I get that part of the attraction because, but, but I mean, a lot of books like that just become fetish books and everything. And it's just really yeah, and annoying and Cross, dumb. Yeah. Cross and the boys towards the later part of the yeah. books definitely has federalization. And I yes. think with Cross, just the entire thing is, it's horror porn. Yeah. And it gets disgusting to the point where you don't want to watch it. Right. The storytelling and the story writing and I, I, anthologies are supposed to be like, oh, the writing is sound and good. And even knowing about these people, it, it doesn't feel like that was cross. It feels like the very first group of people that we meet are interesting and like a majority of them kill themselves or like get murdered mm-hmm. instantly. And then it shows off to these two people who are like the last survivors. Yeah. We never see them again. And now we're on to this family who, like, molests their own children. And then we go on to this other family. And then we go on to this cop. It, it, you know, it sounds like it's, like, trying really hard to top The Walking Dead. Kind of, you yeah. You know, and, and it's like... like it's when like 28 you, days it, later, but, like, I'd rather read a comic book about 28 yeah, days. Yeah, and when you involve uh, a dolphin in that shit, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell you some books I've been reading, Brian. All right, cool. Get away from all this uh, True, yeah. disgusting about, shit you've been reading. Yeah. So one of the first books I'm going to bring up is a book that Ooh. you're not... I, I don't know if you're familiar I'm with it, familiar. but you know Just about these the characters. Show, yeah. You know the show. Mm-hmm. It is the Doom Patrol. It's Doom Patrol, specifically Grant Morrison's run. This is the book that redefined what the Doom Patrol is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's essentially the show you watched. Did you watch it all? Uh, not everything. Okay. Only the first season. Okay, so this is the book that essentially influenced what the Doom Patrol is and how they're considered nowadays. You know, uh, did, did you like uh, the show at all? Do you like the, the odd aspects of it, the surrealism? Um, I liked it way better than Titans. I'll say <laughs> that much. Yeah. Um, I think they could have been better. I know that everyone considers it, like, the best show of that time and era of, like, the DC mm-hmm. TV show era. I would say that is true. Um, I think... I, I like the surrealism, and I do like the real human aspects of it. I just feel like sometimes the writing could could have been better. Yeah. Um, the villain was weird. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I wasn't really too into him that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, CGI kind of reminded me of CW, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The Flash or, like, Supergirl. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even don't even go there. That's oh, a yeah, whole Super other Girl, level, dude. dude. Oh, my God. Um, that's that all of it. That's that, that's insulting, Brian. <laughs> that's insulting. But yeah, so this is a cool book. I just read the first issue, the first part nice. of this volume. And how is it? It's really cool. It focuses a lot on uh, Robot Man, nice. who's the character Brendan Fraser plays. It's really sad. I mean, the, fir- the it opens up with him having a dream of his accident that caused him to lose his body. Because yeah. he was a race car driver, yep. loses his body in an accident, and he's now a robot man. Yeah, literally a robot man. his body man. from the mummy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's literally a, a, essentially a cyborg and he has PTSD. He locked himself away in a in a, a psych ward and he's just steeped in depression and isolation and everything. Yeah. So it's it's really really relatable, yeah. really really hard. It really is. To yeah, cuz l- read. It, and to be honest, I loved his story the most in the show and I yeah. think his and I love Brendan Fraser. I don't know yeah. anyone who like has a problem with no, him. No, how could you? How could you I, have I a like problem? I like Brendan Fraser. I, I honestly don't know why he left Hollywood. I, I don't. Oh uh, well, he had he had problems. He okay. had some problems. Going well, on. you let me know those problems later. But yeah. I still agree with him <laughs> with everything. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, 
I liked his character because I think it, I think it's a very under. Oh, it's not, I won't say it's an underused type of character. I will say it is a very underappreciated character. Mm-hmm. The lonely veteran who has gone through a lot. And for instance, this brings me. I'm actually going to cut from the comic book. I'm gonna bring it to some real life with Tim O'Brien's uh, "When We Were Soldiers." I mean, no, um, the things they carried, okay. which is one of my favorite books of all time. It is a book about nineteen, uh, about nineteen, uh, about Vietnam War veterans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it follows the story of Tim O'Brien with uh-huh. his platoon, and specifically aftermath of him meeting one of his friends who was called Lucky and Joker and other types of people who were yeah. funny and who were like the life of the party. And with him seeing them kill themselves right in front of him mm-hmm. later on when he went to go visit them in their homes. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting book in the sense of it is talking about someone's life, about the past trauma, what they've gone through, and seeing how they handle that now with what they feel like is being in kind of not their own body. Yeah. Tra- well, trauma is definitely a big aspect of this and it's handled in an interesting way because he doesn't want help. He's, mm-hmm. he feels trapped, you know, he feels trapped in his new body. Can't feel anything, literally cannot feel anything. So he's encouraged by, I forgot the, the character's name, but it's uh, the man who created his body. Mm-hmm. And um, he also created the metal men, DC's metal men. And he's encouraged by him to help another patient in the ward, uh, Crazy Jane, who's also in the yeah. show. And she has like 30 something personalities in her body and everything. Female split. Yes. And she, female split. And um, she's, she's suffering from the same type of tra- trauma that robot man is and uh he's now kind of a caretaker so far from what i've read and it's actually a really beautiful way of ending the first issue like i was like wow that's really really nice aspect you see that Mm -hmm. a little bit i mean i would view that even though it's kind of like a father daughter relationship in that regard i would say cyborg with his introduction more like a big brother right more of a yeah it's more focused on him being a big brother rather than kind of <clears throat> the robot man, you know? Yeah. Even though you do see it, I think the emphasis is more on Cyborg being there for Crazy Jane more than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. I I really like a lot of these characters. I'm excited to keep reading this shit because this shit is Yeah, let me know. Spicy. Yeah. yeah, this is... And I'll let you borrow it if you want. Of course, yeah. I'll let you borrow anything that I have, you know? <laughs> what, what do you have? Hey, what have, do you have? I have Phantom of... Uh, an an of, X, uh, <laughs> Xbox 360? Wait a I have Phantom of, you know... Oh, it, you have Mass Effect. That's right. Be quiet. Hey, Mass Effect is a good game. I, I, I know. It that, is I a know. great game. I know. You need to play it. I know. <laughs> only if it's Sebastian's game. Yeah, anti-sub. Dude, I'm actually going to make an anti-sub run, and I want to record everything and send it to Sebastian. Oh, God. So the next thing I was reading... Is this say, I've book? Never seen this before. This, this is, is interesting. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin. I've been bringing it up. It's been brought up a lot lately. Say, yeah, you brought it up to me. I'm like, guess what? I just picked up. Yes. Brian. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's dope. This is a hardcover. I read the second issue this week. Actually, just before you got here. Oh, nice. Really cool. Brian. Looks beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really cool. Are, are you a Turtles fan? I see. I am a Turtles. Okay. Well, then uh, once I finish it, I'll definitely let you borrow this because this is it. Essentially, the idea of it. It's. A, po- a dystopian future where one of the turtles lives and survives in this uh, city of New York run by the Foot Clan. Ooh. It's a mystery in the first issue who the the last Ronin is. I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, okay. I read the second issue. It's Michelangelo. It, I, I'm not saying anything. It's really <laughs> dope. And da- like the second issue 
killed me because it dealt with trauma also kind of similarly to how um this other book the doom patrol did and uh, would have known that a, a turtle can make me feel can make me feel all sorts of things. A Sebastian. It's not Calabunga anymore. It's not Calabunga. It's no longer Calabunga. This isn't Fasha. <laughs> not not anymore. Um, I, I forgot, what was that first TMNT, the animated series, the one from like MTV or like MTV? No. Well, the first animated series was the you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what, Pizza that Time, was, yeah, well, that Calabunga was, like, in the. The, nine, the the uh, the very early nineties, I early think. 90s. I, I think about like early two thousands, like the one where the shell. Oh yeah, their eyes is all white and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, it's a little bit more mature. A little bit more mature, yeah. still I actually goofy. Have two of the DVD copies of it, if you are. Oh really? Oh yeah. Jesus! Oh my God! <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> well, you know, I I I would be interested in that. Thank you. Um, if they make an animated film of The Last Ronin, it would be really <laughs> cool. If they ever made an animated film of TMNT, I'm like, buddy. Well, if they made an animated film of The Last Ronin specifically, it would be cool if they had that same animated style from that, um, from that 2000s show, yeah. show, but just more mature. Because this is rated R. This is rated R oh, book, nice. for sure. Nice. Yeah, this is this is kind of for sure. for sure, dude. This is the the type of thing you would actually be interested in because we established you're into the darker stuff when it comes to comic books and pretty much everything. You're kind of, you're kind of a kind of a weirdo that way. I'm an alternative person, <laughs> say that much. <laughs> you you think Batman? Which I actually dark. found out pretty interesting that um that there's a difference between being goth and alternative. Your alternative. Yeah, because alternative means, and I don't know if it's true, but I found out that alternative is someone who likes dark stuff, but is Christian. But, like, doesn't oh, like too much so, dark stuff. So, uh, a hypocrite. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, very cool. Be quiet. Very cool. The la- or one of the last things I wanted to bring up is a book that you actually would probably find some interest in. I love a lot of the independent stuff when it comes to graphic novels and comic books. Ooh, and I thought that was a script for a second. Oh, no, no. <laughs> My manuscript. I was like, yeah, that's your homework. Don't go out <laughs> No, no, no. This is called The Manhattan Projects. And so, oh. this, so this is obviously a World War II book. Yeah. Um, as you can see, you see Albert can Einstein. Other, I'll, I'll show you in a second. Right, Let me right. just tell you a little bit about this yeah. book, I, which is going to be a, difficult because this – with a name like this, yeah, you would think it's one thing, yeah, but it is not. Ooh. This is. I, I was reading some of it today, yeah, before you got here. Um, this is a book that is incredibly difficult to describe because oh. we all know about the Manhattan Project. Yeah, you know, you want to explain? You're the history buff. Okay, well, explain some of the uh, Manhattan, Manhattan Project. Project for people who do not know, which is I don't. <clears throat> I. D- <clears throat> Damn, oh my God, my, Johnny Blazin's I know, my Johnny sauce is <clears throat> hitting me. My oh. <laughs> so the Manhattan Project is directly the project name for making and creating of Fat Man and Little Boy, the nuclear bombs that bombed Japan, uh, where the Manhattan Project, created by Oppenheimer, uh, Joseph J. Oppenheimer. J. Uh, J. J. Robert. J. Robert J. Oppenheimer. Uh, yeah. Um, where he... And a bunch of other scientists, I believe it was a team of 18 or a team of eight, I believe. Yeah. Where they created actually four bombs. Um, when they tested one out, it worked, and the other one didn't work. And at their conclusion, they believed that it was a 50-50% chance of any of these bombs working. Mm-hmm. And when the first bomb dropped, it worked, and Japan would not back down and naturally made a threat 
to the U.S. government saying we are going to come at you with full force from now on, and you will all die. Yeah. And the second bomb was a. I want I want to carefulize my words. I want okay. to be careful with my words. <laughs> okay. so I'm not gonna say it's a blessing. You're like William Shakespeare making new words. I want to carefulize my words. <laughs> I am Billy Shakespeare. <laughs> um, but the second bomb definitely was a necessary evil because without it. Oh shit, Brian! We, here we go. Here we, we go. We would have seen a a really different side of history, and that actually stopped the Japanese from invading us fully. Okay, so. There's the history. And that's the Manhattan Project. And that's and the, the history of it. That's the Manhattan Project. So, this book. I swear, uh, if it's not about that, that's going to really upset me. <laughs> well, what? It, so this is written by Jonathan Hickman. Jonathan okay. Hickman is a, a is a re- really good writer in comic books who did a lot of Fantastic Four, the Ooh. most recent Secret Wars, New Avengers, and stuff. He's been working for a long time. This came out in 2013. This book, I don't, I almost don't want to say anything about it uh, because it is very unique. And very just different. What it is, it is it's historical fantasy. Ooh, and it it's is a what if like it, history? it's it's kind I mean, very clearly when you start reading it, it is. Nice. It is very much like um Can I say I love what if history more than real history sometimes? I'm just, I yeah. just got, I gotta be yeah. real with people. Like I had a professor <laughs> uh no no, he was a senior who was working on being a professor at Vanguard University yeah. with me. He and me talked what if history all the time. Mm-hmm. And our first discussions were, what if Franz Ferdinand's death was blamed on Austria instead of Germany? Because mm-hmm. he was, though, because uh, it was actually Austria who invaded um, the neighboring country first, and wasn't Germany. And Germany got put in the blame for World War One because it was just their duke. Okay, so Germany. So you probably really like this. I oh, went. This is by I, Image. And, down. And and the thing is, well, Image. Oh my by, god. Yeah. Okay. I, I like it. <laughs> Yes! Dude, you better send me the link or get me that for I, Christmas, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll lend you this copy All once right. I finish it. All right, cool. And the thing is, um, I went into this book thinking it was going to be about the making of the atom bomb. Of the bombs, and yeah. I still don't know 100% of what it is about because I've read only the first issue. But oh, okay. uh, from what I understand, it is Men in Black meets Hellboy. And it does. it is about uh, Oppenheimer. Okay. He is the main character, oh, nice. but it's not, it's, it's about him, but it's also not about him. Mm-hmm. Imagine Oppenheimer with a multiple personality disorder. Ooh. So it's, it's very This is what unique. Oppenheimer by Christopher Nolan's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I this just, doesn't even I, have I, a description on it. It just says science bad. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it doesn't have any sort of description like yeah, the other books I have. Yeah, it doesn't look. It I just says science bad. I thought that was just like, is this like his like Mark Twain? Like, <laughs> not Mark Twain. Samuel Clemens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a very unique book. It looks nice. The, I like it. The, very simple. The Manhattan Project. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a book that I actually have, which is kind of a comic book. It's more like a comic journal. Uh-huh. But instead, it's actually real history. And it's called, um, I believe it's America's uh, Torment on the American People. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a book directly about how the forefathers and how they created America and their legislation. And it's all... So, and actually, I'll, I'll lend you the book yeah, so you can sure. read it. It's really good. And it's all stylized talking about the forebears of real America with Native Americans and the people who first mm-hmm. came here. And it actually gets pretty gory with some parts of Native Americans' heads being blown off or people being spiked, people being scalped, or people being hunged. And it's talking about, like, from all perspectives of Native American life in America, black American life in America, Chinese Americans or Chinese immigrants in America, 
and Mexican-Americans and Mexican immigrants in America and stuff like that. That's interesting. And it's kind of like what is America in reality from yeah. those perspectives. And yeah. And how that makes true America. And it, it's it's all sorts of things. Yeah. America is all sorts of – it's not yeah. one fucking thing, Brian. That's what you need to understand. Well, it, well, you know what it is? It is one thing. Well, it's I, capitalist. Well, all right? <laughs> well, actually, to be honest, America's whole thing – and I actually had to write a paper about this. America's whole identity is the loss of identity. It's kind of like the gaining of the American ideology and the American value by losing your own values and your own sense of identity. Okay, look, this I don't mean <laughs> this to come off as an insult, okay? <laughs> but ahead. I saw this video yeah. from this documentary. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was, but it was a South American guy who went to this part of South America, and he was white. Or not South America, South Africa. I'm sorry. I think he's from Johannesburg, and he goes to this uh, black area in Johannesburg, oh, okay. and he says, yeah. uh, "He's like, yes, I am racist because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, I am racist because I want to preserve my own culture. This is what I if I if I'm racist, that means I preserve my own culture. That's what you sound just like." Bro. Oh my god. Okay, but speaking of of, of wrong takes, I don't smell like that. Well, speaking of wrong takes, that's no, not wrong though. Sp- that's speaking, like how America is. Speaking though. of. Wrong takes. There's there's another book that Don't I wanted to, to recommend. America, this whole thing is about losing your own identity and your cultural identity and gaining America's identity. C- capitalism. Let let me uh, bring this up. It, let me bring <laughs> this up, Brian. God okay. damn it. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to recommend another book. This is the final. No, I'm trying to teach you. Okay. I'm trying to teach you about this book that you'll be interested in. Who got offered a teaching position? Me. Me. Me, right me. now. No, yeah. me. Oh, no, you clearly didn't check my mailbox <laughs> earlier today when you got here. I got a little mailbox, and it had a little piece of mail a in there. <laughs> I got a little mailbox, but there's a lot in it. And I got I a like teaching position. It's just a little toaster, but like it's <laughs> shaped like a mailbox. <laughs> yeah, they, they put it in, and then, you know, you have the little lever. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. But yeah, no, okay. Continue. No, but this book. Um, Which I still want to see. It's a different book. inside. No, no. Shut the fuck up. This last book I wanted to bring up is by Dark Horse. Ooh, nice. And you're going to love this, Brian. Star Wars. It is, well, it is actually called The Star Wars. And the thing about this book. Pretentious Munchbug continues. No, no, no. No, it's literally called The Star Star Wars, Wars. this book. That's interesting. And it is about. It, you'd imagine it's about Star Wars yeah. and uh, how we know it today. This book, Marjorie. this graphic... No, 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 no. None of that bullshit, man. <laughs> this is about... Um, uh, this is a graphic novel based on the original uh, story and the original script and drafts from George Lucas oh, of the original Star Wars. That's cool. So it, and it's actually, a lot of the artwork is based off the original the, concept art by, um, I forgot, do you remember his name? I, I, I forgot. I always forget his yeah. name. I always forget his name, but the iconic concept art and visuals. Oh, so like the OG lightsabers where yes. they were very thin. The, sto- the stormtroopers. Which looks very samurai. Yes. And then uh, the OG stormtroopers. Yes. And then Lu- also OG C-3PO? Yes, OG C-3PO. Wow, OG. Cool. Uh, it's it's uh, Starkiller originally. Yeah, Starkiller, So yeah. it's... It's this book, and I remember reading it a long time ago, and I wanted to bring it up to you because I know you're a big Star Wars fan. You love the original canon, the extended universe and everything, and this book, I remember reading it uh, years ago, and it was an interesting take because the art's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's a, just a different story about 
what Star Wars was in so. in George Lucas's mind. I and imagine his vision. it's like Freddie Prince Jr. trying to describe Rebels and why you should watch it, <laughs> and then him being like, "Like I'm just a good voice actor," and then me playing Mass Effect Three. No, you ain't. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you love him as Kane and Jarrus. No, yeah, he's amazing. Right, yeah. So come on, give give him some credit. Give the boy some. Get let the boy try. I know, but when on. I hear him say "loco," I want to. <laughs> I want to shoot him. Look, dog, game, you you're know? just mad it's not aging with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the Star Wars Captain is... Tony. The Star Wars is about original the original idea of Star Wars nice. from George Lucas. Uh, Ralph McQuarrie, Ralph the artist. McQuarrie. That's okay. his name. Right. Ralph McQuarrie. A lot of his art is implemented in this book. Uh, original character and vehicle designs. I <laughs> think it's about Han Solo. That's so cool. Either Han Solo or Obi Wan Kenobi. Nice. No, because Han Solo, I think, was originally like was a swamp to, thing monster. Also, wasn't he supposed to die? I don't remember. Mean? It's been a couple years since I've read it, but it was a really cool. It's like a what if, you know? A lot of people lately have been saying, "I want Star Wars stories that are kind of like what ifs," you know? <laughs> well, I mean, isn't kind of like Star Wars Visions kind of like that? Um, I don't know. I think it's canon. I mean, the anime show. Yeah. I've not watched any of Visions. Oh, you should. Very good. I'll, well, I'll then you know. would know more if it's like what if. Well, it's not really what if in the sense of it doesn't feel like different universes. I won't spoil it too much mm -hmm. for you, but I definitely when they said different studios of animation are making this, it, it is that you just can't really get a sense or a feel that this is all part of the same universe, uh -huh. but you do. Like it feels like not part of Star Wars where Luke and Leia is at, but more or less diff like different like different eras, a different, eras a different of part of Star the Wars. of yeah. the universe, right? Just different sections and areas, yeah. and that's cool. But this is a if you want it, like the closest thing to a what if what up, this is, is this the Star Wars? It, that is literally what it's called. Uh, I would suggest buying it, but it is crazy expensive nowadays it is in, it is like near a hundred bucks for, for the right trades now. like the hardcover trades and everything it is i would buy a hardcover <laughs> yeah well if you look it up if you see how much it is look up the star wars dark horse because it's another another thing it's dark horse yeah dark horse the original great, yeah. the original publishers of star yeah. wars books you know and not, now it's uh, marvel even though I haven't kept up with the marvel star wars comics i don't even know what is it, books are is it this in, yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, yeah. it's not that ex Oh, that's used. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So so Brian just looked up for those who are listening. Brian just looked up on his phone it, the pricings for the Star Wars. It's expensive. It's not yeah. that expensive. Here, come it's, come to the mic. Come to the mic. It's $84 new and 56 used. I I've seen some higher prices. I mean, that that's a cheap price. Oh, all So I just found one for all like versions, like all trilogies and all the, the, the issues the issues yeah 279 See, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying this is it's a nice it's a nice thing to own nice piece to own yeah. i used to work at a li the library that i read this book at i should have taken it <laughs> i should have just beautiful. taken it it is like, beautiful looking at it it's just stylized is like yeah Dude, the, Vader, the, the, Vader looks like a Ronin. It's so yeah, awesome. Like, the, check this out. Well, the cover that you're looking at right now is it's the iconic Star Wars cover. Yeah. Uh, that the poster that we all know where everyone's like shooting and everything. Darth Vader is above, but yeah. it's in those character models, the original character models that you see a lot of the beauty shine. Like this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome. If you can read it online at some point, if you can I'm, even I'm sure, find I'm, it, I'm sure I can find it for free online. Yeah. You you probably, probably can. A PDF. 
But if you ever wanted to own it, I mean, it's it, not the same. Yeah, there's if, there's a yeah. clear difference. Yeah, I mean, would you invest? Oh, I that totally much would. money. Oh my god, yes, I would, dude. <laughs> do it then. Do it right now. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it right now. You don't understand. On mic. Buy it right no, now. I'll buy it later. No, buy it right now. No, You're willing right. to buy it. You don't buy it right now. Literally, when they were giving, like, when they were like, "Oh, here's the Legacy Edition of Mass Effect," I literally went to every single store, every single <laughs> online dealer. To buy all the legendary editions of all the OG Xbox 360 Mass Effects. See, you say this, you say you're a big fan, but why aren't you <laughs> buying it right buying now? It right now? <laughs> I'm buying my computer. Yeah, so full of shit, Brian. I'm sorry, and also, dude. Also, it says like on eBay, so I don't trust eBay. Come on, Brian. Don't be like that. Just buy it, so I can have it. Donald, where's Donald Glover on your game? It upsets me. That he's not there. Ignore the TV. <laughs> Ignore the TV with no. Kingdom Hearts on it. No. For, I wish I could. Still. Hey, but it's still here. It's still here. We're, we're, we're on a different podcast series. It's still on. I bet you if I listen to the other ones, they're going to be like, oh, wow, you saw Kingdom Hearts on? Like, well, ever since we did Ignore This Podcast, Chapter yeah. 1, when you helped me out get back into my podcasting. Yeah. I appreciate you inviting me. Of course. I, and I appreciated you coming here. It was on then. I've not turned it off since then. Yeah, you're evil. Play. <laughs> People, let this man know that he has Red Dead Redemption here in his <laughs> home, too, and he still hasn't played it. And he what, has what, am I playing? what am I playing? What You're am I playing? What am I playing? A shitty Disney. How anime. dare you? It's you, Kingdom Hearts two Final Mix. All right, fine, it's that's lit. Fine. It's that's lit. fine. But you stop at three. Do you get that? <laughs> you stop at that. Whatever tumorous game that is. <laughs> Tumeric. It's literally Disney. It is literally Disney, the third game. It's like, oh, here's a shooting ride. Oh, well, here's speaking a of RPG. Disney, I mean, you're you're all about that Star Wars stuff, and we've argued quite a bit yeah, yeah. about Star Wars. Yeah, Brian, you are younger than me. You know, be quiet. You are that. younger than me, which which is a factor in this. All right, I love Lynn, but Lynn is older than you. So what? she's not that much older than me, bro. What the hell are you talking about? Like <laughs> act like what? She's two years older than you, right? No, we're the same age. Pretty. Much. I don't understand. What does that have to do with 25. anything? What does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying, like, Flynn acts like us. So? And you're like, oh, your generation. <laughs> First of all, I am not Lynn, okay? Second of all... What the, that? What are you talking about? You're just wrong on this, my friend. <laughs> so you're one of these guys, and I'm, I, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking a lot of time. So in you're terms one of, of these guys. You're one of these guys who will defend the prequels. The prequels. Now, before we get into that discussion, because that <laughs> yeah. is a big discussion. Yes. And I know you have to get out of here soon. Oh, okay. Uh, but we have time. <laughs> so, what is it about Star Wars that? You really love the most, you know, because you're yeah. really passionate about Star Wars. You, you'll talk to me about Gungan biology, Gungan physiology, and all that shit. What is it about Star Wars that really, you know, c- cooks your bacon and shit? Well, what I'm gonna say is actually stolen from someone else when I saw something like it. It was uh, like a review on Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Star Wars makes you um, feel a part of it because okay. it is. There's a little bit for everyone. Right. No matter who you're looking at, no matter who is on screen, you can relate to some of these characters. You can feel it to them, and you can just like it. I also think over the years, the popularization of Star Wars and kind of just me growing up with it when the prequels did came out, 
And not because of the I don't prequels. think you were born when they came out. No, no, no. Uh, no, I was... Well, I was born during when the second and the third one came out. That's true. But you could... you. I mean, you didn't know what things were. I didn't know what they were, but right. I watched them with my family. My mom was like, oh, this came out. You want to go see it? And I okay. was too. And okay. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. Right. But it's not... I shouldn't say that. I think it wasn't the films that made me fall in love with them. It was the community. And what I mean by this is that... Really? It, <laughs> quiet. Okay. Go, so, go ahead. The, the reason why I say this is that Disney, or it was Universal Studios, they held a Jedi training camp where you mm. would sign up and you would learn how to be a Jedi for a day. Okay. And so they had me fight against Darth Maul. And I got a lightsaber and I got Jedi robes and I got a Jedi certificate saying I'm a Jedi legally. Did you beat Darth I Maul beat, or did he beat no, you? No, I beat Darth Maul. Right. I beat him. Okay. Did he let you win? Probably did. <laughs> what was the move you did on Darth Maul? Because oh, it's I easy actually, to beat oh, him. Oh, I actually did go hard. I actually <laughs> did the same thing that Obi-Wan did. Yeah. Like, for in the Rebels, I actually went down his, his blade, and he, like, acted like he was ripped apart from the half. See, well, that's because it's easy to beat Bob, Darth Maul. He's not, he's not really that <laughs> he's bright. He's not that challenging. He's not that bright. No, I wasn't in the Darth Vader line or the, or the who else, Boba Fett line. Yeah, they had younglings fighting Boba Fett there. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Boba Fett's not really that tough. I mean, give give a, a give a youngling Mando. That youngling is dead. <laughs> give give youngling Anakin. Oh. Any youngling, any, any youngling. race. You know what I mean? It's any just, any man, any woman, any <laughs> child, women. So and the children. As much as people like to say the community is toxic, right? Which I can't it, lie. Yeah, well, it I, can get toxic. It can get toxic. Yeah, I'll, I'm not gonna say it's toxic. I think I, any I, community can get to a level of toxicity. I think it. I don't think it's inherently toxic, mm-hmm. but I think it gets toxic pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, with each film or each set of films yeah. that comes out, whether it be the prequels or the sequels, but. That With happens. that in mind, right? Right. Growing up, when all these films were coming out, uh-huh. going to specialized Star Wars conventions, seeing people look at me, and especially like, of course, when a little kid is there, you're going to be a little bit more respectful and be like, oh, let's show these kids like what it, Star Wars is. I got free Star Wars gifts when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Some guy gave me a golden C-3PO when he was like being praised as the god like yeah. an old-fashioned figure on the, on the chair and everything yeah yeah my uncle was such a big star wars fan he and my mom did the most coolest thing for me on christmas when i turned eight getting into star wars clone wars they filled my entire house i'm not lying the floor of my living room and you've been to my house uh, yeah was covered in star wars figurines oh and legos God. Wow. You could not, like, there wasn't an area where you couldn't step where you were stepping on a figurine or a Lego. <laughs> but you're the only child of eight who had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, you're like, you're probably, like, you couldn't feel your arm, right? Nope. You're probably just, like, going limp a little and bit. And my uncle bought me a Millennium Falcon. Where like I a Lego one? Or? No, a uh, figurine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I've seen yeah, this. Seen I've before. seen this. Yeah, it's yeah. cool, huh? It is pretty cool. Oh. It is pretty cool. I, I like the Millennium Falcon. So, yeah. so you were, so you were, you were the I reason why you were bought and paid for. So <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah, I was raised with Star Wars. Star Wars was always the thing, and also my grandma and me. My grandma was really in, well. She's not into anime, but she's really into art. Mm-hmm. And my grandma introduced me to Biggie Smalls. Introduced <laughs> me to Studio Ghibli. Introduced me. <laughs> to Dragon Ball and introduce me to Star Wars. You know, I look, Brian, I don't want to come off as someone who 
who's not like you. We're alike. I grew up with Star Wars, you know? I, I grew up watching the prequels and everything. Yeah. I went to see Revenge of the Sith, night it came out, at the Hollywood, or not the Hollywood Bowl, um, the Cinerama, Cinerama Dome on Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it was a great night. I was, uh, I don't even remember how old I was. I think I was eight when that happened. Yeah. And it was a magical night. I think it, you would have been eight or nine. Around that age. And I was having the time of my life, right? It was a great night. And I love that. I love that memory, right? Yeah. That was Star Wars for me. But the thing is, Brian, I, I, you know, I don't mean to sound arrogant, but upon rewatching them, those movies, let me put it this way. Yeah. Those movies do have a special place in, in my heart. heart. Yeah. But they piss me off to no end. <laughs> and I think what really pisses me off is yeah. your denial. You're in denial when it comes to Star Wars. Okay? Because the thing is, I don't see how you can hate these new films. But but the prequels get a pass. I just want you to be consistent. Okay. I just want you to be consistent. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I want. You know, I've heard, I've had these arguments with people about, like, say Anakin. I know a guy who's like, man, Anakin's my hero. I look up to Anakin. Anakin. You look up to Anakin? Child murderer? Anakin? <laughs> I was like, yeah, but that was ex- episode three. No. No. That was episode two and on, homie. You killed the Tusken Raider. Well, they don't count as kids. I've heard that <laughs> shit. I've heard that shit. The Tusken Raiders don't count as children. The uh, Tusken really? Raiders don't... Sh- the, yeah, they don't count as women or children. But they're he, creatures. They're, they're things, apparently. <laughs> they're aliens. You wouldn't go that far, would you? No, no. It's aliens. Like, come on. you got to be consistent with the law. They're children. Yeah. Are they children or yeah, not? Yeah, they are kids. They're children yeah, and women. He states that they're women and children. It's not like they age like Grogu, but Grogu's still a baby no matter how old he is. He's, they're, they are innocents yeah. in a war started by the one percenters in the galaxy. Would you, would you say that? Oh, yeah. The whole thing is that the Jedi are corrupt. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which they, by the way, bring in, bring back into Last Jedi, a movie you don't like, but they bring that up. So what I, the thing I want to bring up, Brian, is where yeah. do we disagree? Okay. Like, where do we specifically disagree? Would you put down the Johnny Blazing <laughs> sauce? I like it so much. I made it's it. It's so good. I feel like drinking it. It's really good. I'm going to dump you in it, and you will look like Anakin. <laughs> You will, you will, I hate you. <laughs> so where do we disagree, Brian? Well, I know we disagree with, I think, I don't know if this is our major point, but I definitely disagree with you on how Ray is presented. Ray, so, the Rey, character yeah. of Ray. Here, come to the mic. Come to Specifically the mic. with her scene with Kylo Ren in the first film. Where in The she, Force Awakens. Yeah, where she kicks his ass. Okay. Uh, it's not that it's a fair fight. It is literally Ray is given, in my opinion, is given so much power in the writing to the point where she could kick the ass of a trained assassin. Okay. Sith. So where I would... And that's my only real beef with the whole sequels. Is that they give her a little too much power to make scenes feel like it's not deserved or not well earned. My response to that specific point, uh, which is... I. I think your main point yeah. of the sequels. Um, well, A, Kylo Ren. What just happened to Kylo Ren at that point? 
Kylo Ren had just killed his father mm-hmm. and was fighting Finn. But also, what happened? Oh, he uh, got shot by a crossbow from uh, from Chewbacca, from Chew- right? Chewie. He, and he was shot in the kidney. He was weakened. He was engulfed by rage, which, as we know, especially in Star Wars, will determine how a fight goes, yeah. right? Because if you look at Revenge of the Sith with Anakin mm-hmm. versus Obi-Wan, Anakin loses because of his rage, you yeah. know? And I think that's what they were trying to do with that fight. But I would say, look at Luke. He rage allowed him to win. But in what? He, well, against his father. He cut off his father's hand. But then he took a step back to yes. calm down. But uh, but also, I mean, it it, it is very case-by-case case with mm-hmm. each one. Because look look at what can happen when your emotions guide you into a fight, yeah. right? A you, can either, you can either yeah, win or lose. You can either go down or go up, I guess. And Ray, even though I might... I'll, I'll agree with you on some aspects, like... The for me the 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 force um what what's it called the the mind trick the Jedi mind trick yeah I that, that came out bit, of nowhere for yeah, me thought, but yeah because how did she know how to do that that's something we yeah, could no probably agree on but with this I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to give her that same kind of character arc that Luke had in that she's trying to achieve that balance that Luke was trying to achieve and it might come a bit more speedy to her. Yeah. But I feel like that's well, for one thing, she's not Luke. She's a different character. Yeah. And also I well, we also saw that she knew how to how to fight, you know? We did see that she, earlier I, in the and film. That's the thing. We disagree on the stylization of fighting. I agree that she understands how fighting movement works, but we even have evidence that knowing how to fight with a two handed weapon is very different from one handed weapon with one of the most strongest characters in the show. And in the universe, Mando, Mando, with him almost cutting off his entire leg from using a yeah, but I mean, the first time that came out after the Force Awakens. At I know, that but point. we gotta put that into perspective. I mean, well, the perspective is it came out after Force Awakens. They weren't thinking about that when they made Force Awakens. I'm just saying that I think that involves in the sense of like he even, they even explain like, oh, it's heavy because he's not in tuned or understanding the fill of the blade, and sure. that blade is actually made for people who are non Force. Users. I and I get that, but the thing is, you have more time to explain that type of nuance in a show than in a film. In a film, you have to set up, like for Ray, the reason I at least I believe that yeah. she can take Kylo Ren yeah. in those very special circumstances because she is a rookie, and yeah. but that's why the circumstances were special, right? And the reason I believe she can fight is because I saw that she could fight, you know, earlier on, mm-hmm. you know. So that's cool with me. Like I get that, right? Okay. That's setup. With uh, with Mandalorian, they get the chance. They already establish he's a badass. He can fight already. He's a, he's a Mandalorian. You know what I mean? He's a bounty hunter. And they even take time to explain those parts. Bre- Guns are his religion, just like mine. <laughs> oh, you silly bastard! So okay, so that's right. My favorite line. Is if, it- I would, if I were to get anything tattooed, like words. Guns phrases, are my religion. Guns are. My- I oh would totally do that. Unironically, though. And it would be Jesus on top of a velociraptor yeah. <laughs> with AK-47s. With Mando in the back. Mando in the back giving with a, a thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. Oh, God. See, this is this is another aspect that we disagree <laughs> on. <laughs> I wouldn't have Mando. I would have Boba Fett on my oh, chest. Oh, Jesus. So now you're just... You just discredited yourself. Boba Fett over the Mandalorian? Come on. No, brother. no, no. Mando. Come on, Mando dude. Mando over Boba Come Fett. Come on. No, it's Mando over Boba Fett. I, what did you just say? No, I said 
Boba Fett you, over you Mandalorian. No, you wouldn't have Boba Fett over Mandalorian as tattooed on your chest with Jesus and all the life. That is literally a straw man. I did not <laughs> say that at all. How no, dare I said you? That. No, you said I. I would, I would never say. I would. No, you said I would get a tattoo of Jesus. And you think right I would get Boba Fett? And I, yeah. You think I would get Boba Fett? Yeah. I don't. Why? Why do you think? I that? don't know. Cause you're Why? Old? Cause I'm older than yeah. you. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought I wasn't that much older than you, Brian. Oh my god, that's all. No, I would get Mandalorian. You get Mando. Of course. Yeah, Mando's awesome. Mando on top of the the Venusaur or whatever the fuck it's called. The what, what's that? What's that? The, oh, the, are you talking about the, the mythosaur? Uh, the, yeah, the mythosaur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with with a dude, with a Budweiser. Get, <laughs> dude, I would get Mando, the, like yeah, actual Mando, like the first one, uh, Mandalor, uh, Mandalore the Great. Riding on a mythosaur with a mythosaur with a modello in his hand and like putting up the peace sign and him say, What's up, homies? as they're killing Jedi. <laughs> you, you get you get like the first uh uh the first verse from uh Freebird written under <laughs> <laughs> You know? I could see you doing the that. The toaster. Yeah. Yeah, so you like the prequels. What do you like about the prequels? I like that it explains a little bit more on who Darth Vader is mm-hmm. and his upbringing. I think that's wow. Because I can't say they're the greatest. They're really not. In the terms OGs, of uh, in uh, the greatest of films, all the right, films right, of Star right. Wars. But I do feel, in my opinion, mm-hmm. try not to put nostalgia in it, which I think is uh, such yeah. a lie because everyone has nostalgia and inherently. That's you, me, yeah. Everyone else when it comes to Star I Wars. I personally think in some areas they're a little bit more sound or face a lot more materials in their films. Or a majority, they have more majority of the film make more sense and have more depth with characters than in the sequels. The I sequels like the meaning, sequels, meaning episode meaning, 7? Yeah, 7 through 9. Okay. I feel like in 7 through 9 there's one, in my opinion, one good film. Mm-hmm. And that's Force Awakens. Okay. And with pre and the prequels, I think that one is an okay film. Two, episode one. Episode one. Episode okay. one is an okay film. Episode okay. two is it, it's a film and barely <laughs> that sometimes. Okay. And episode three is a great film. I. Okay. Even I'm trying to. See, this is why I go to therapy. So I <laughs> temper my temper my reaction. Here, let me just just go through my affirmations real quick. So, even though I disagree, yeah, I know you with do. what you just said. <laughs> He's fuming. He looks like Hellboy. <laughs> the horns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I disagree. I know you do. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> I respect the fact that you said that <laughs> he's dying he's I, you know the he thing is want to say I, I'm, this is not a joke I right a when I said this is not a joke <laughs> when I literally said that last part I felt a little pain <laughs> I felt a little pain in my shoulder no Shut I'm up. serious that literally happened I had a little tense thing in my shoulder almost died <laughs> I'm almost dying about this prequel shit oh my god um that was a good sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, a better name for you. Yeah. Not me, but for you. Yeah. Uh, 
For the sauce? <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> Battle of the Heroes. Battle of Heroes, <laughs> right? Battle of Heroes. <laughs> That's the music that played on Mustafar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know what? I actually have all the original soundtracks. High Ground. On my... High Ground. That's good. High Ground, yeah. uh, high ground Sauce. Mustafar River. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see. I would call it the 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 mo the mo modor refresher. Modor. I actually have a Mordor. I actually I'm sorry, have a name hell? working on right now. I won't say it because I want to make sure oh, I yeah. get patented. But I'll tell you after. Patent pen. Yeah. You uh, you will appear on Shark Tank. Oh. I will say it is for reference for people now. It is cryptid theme. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Last Back point about Wars, yeah. last point about Star Wars before we wrap it up. Before we talk about uh, another quick thing yeah. um, that Drop we talked show. about, um, special editions of Star Wars, <laughs> they piss me off. <laughs> I know. What are they? What are you? I want to hear what they you, don't piss me off as much, but they make me feel out of tune of the film with Star Wars. So I actually have the OG VHSs of, of all the, the theatrical four through cut? six. Okay. No, like the OG VHS, like when it came out from like the uh, I think it was like. I think it was. I have the OG it was probably cut the of five and and six. So right? the theatrical editions. Yeah, and right. And then six, and then four maybe is like a, like a remake or what came out like in the early two thousands. But I have VHSs of them. Watching them is like, oh my god, this is cool. Watching the new the like, special editions. The, yeah, the special editions. Right. It's not that they piss me off. It's more or less like they piss me off. It's more or less like sometimes they're like, but why is this necessary? Like, why is there like, why do we have a whole dolly shot focus on this little robot who's just walking yeah. in the desert while we follow Luke and 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 Obi Wan? Like, I I don't get that. The the um, what's it when called? The musical the number in yeah, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> All right, now here's the thing. Jesus the musical Christ. number in Return of the it Jedi. It was good. It's not that it's good. It's funny. And oh. here's the thing. No, it's not. It is Ryan. hilarious. <laughs> When you're watching it, you're up in that scene. You're like, "Oh, guess what's gonna happen?" Yeah, you see his tonsils. Great, the biggest waste of a million dollars I've ever seen. Jedi rocks. I feel castrated at that point. I feel, I feel like I need a shower. I feel like Boba Fett. I don't know if you see in the movie, but you know how he looks at it and he's just like this. You're like, hmm. He's yeah, like, yeah. He's he, like, what is this? Yeah, no. He's literally like, what did they do? Yeah, he, he crosses his arm. He's like, I don't want to be in this somewhere. Oh, Someone better kill me. Kill me, Han. <laughs> hey, you know, let let him out of the freezer real quick. Out of the freezer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no. Um. So <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even think about the third film. But no. Um. <laughs> episode four. I think that's where it's the most offensive. I think it's so horrible. <laughs> I think it ruins. It doesn't ruin the film for me, but I think it ruins a lot of like what the special edition, like yeah, the, the like features the and stuff. Features. Han shooting though, first. I mean, or Han Greedo, <laughs> them shooting at the same time. I hate that. When, and then they move his neck. First off, <laughs> it's so weird when they move his neck. Yeah, I just it's want awful. To bring this up. Real it's quick. awful. I want someone to explain to me why the fuck do I care <laughs> who shot first. Han kills Greedo. That's it. That's, That's all it. you need. That's all I need to know. Like they're like, who shot first? That doesn't matter. Who? It's not like, it's not like Greedo shot him and the bullet went through his head and then he shot Greedo and then Greedo died. Like then I'd be like, eh, maybe you should no. fix that. It's just also first of all, people should know guns mess. So like obviously Greedo could be like, I don't know who's gonna understand. <laughs> yeah, who in the how in the world is going to have a gun like this and think, yeah, I'll, I'll hit my target? How? Okay, th you do understand this is audio, right? 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, okay? <clears throat> Han shoots only yeah. because he is a scoundrel. Yeah. He is a badass. He is not taking shit from anybody. Yeah. That's why he shoots only. To have Greedo shoot first and it be self-defense is the biggest... Uh, it's literally the opposite of what you do with the character of Han Solo in the first film he's introduced in. It deflates what he is, you know? Yeah. It's awful. I hate it. I hate it. See, oh, you I have hate a reason. It. I'm just like, why is this even being argued? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why I mean, is this a point? <laughs> like, why is this a big thing? And what pisses me off, okay, is when I saw when with uh, Indiana Jones 4, the, behind the scenes, George Lucas was on set. And you know what he was wearing as what? his T-shirt? He was wearing a T-shirt of Han Solo. No, it was a T-shirt of Han Solo, a cartoon Han Solo. Getting and shot. it no, it was him pointing his gun at you, and it said Han shot first. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you arrogant son of a bitch, George <laughs> Lucas! God damn it! You deserve bankruptcy for that. <laughs> I, I hope your museum think, gets think, messed up by the I, I like George Lucas. The only thing I hate about him is strange magic. Um, he should have. Uh, Jar Jar is died? the key to this. Uh, from Jar Jar. Jar Jar. No. Jar Jar Binks. You understand when you see Watto fairies and trolls. Are you telling me Watto's not a fairy troll <laughs> Leave mix? Me alone. A hybrid. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh. When you see fairies and trolls literally do a musical number, you give up on life. Brian, no, you expect that from the guy who gave you Jar Jar Binks, okay? <laughs> Another thing I don't understand about the love for the prequels is that they're clearly, like, they're racist. <laughs> it's just racist shit. I mean, come All on, right. Brian. Okay, I'll admit. The Nemoidians. I'll admit. I'll admit. Nothing, because they're a different foot. <laughs> Brian, no, no. who are they supposed to be? The Nemoidians. Who do you think they're supposed to be? No, who do you <laughs> think do they're you, supposed no, to be? Who do you think they're supposed Cuts to be? Cuts the clips right here. here. I'm right here oh, right now. No, no, you're not going to get... Because here's the <laughs> you're thing. You're not going to get me to the... You want to finish that statement, Julius? Brian, if I do the voice <laughs> of the Nemoidians, I will be canceled. I will be canceled. Sebastian will hit you. And the world will... And the world will respect you. <laughs> Brian, if I get canceled by doing the Nemoidian voice yeah. it's proof of what I'm saying <laughs> it is proof of what I'm saying that those films like what the fuck what is this shit the well, Nemoidians Watto Jar Jar uh, who else am I the Jawas the sand people Jawas. literally they're the called Jawas. sand people the Jawas don't have an accent though they don't even talk they're just like <laughs> yeah. yeah they're just like yeah, you know the Tuscan like, Raiders the Tuscans are cool. <laughs> what do they call them in the first film? Uh, don't they call them... Uh, they call them the sand people. Yeah, sand people. Brian, come on. I'm not trying to be woke or anything. I'm not trying sand. to be canceled or they anything. They live in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to call them? The mountain people? They live in the fucking mountain. <laughs> you know who else lives in the sand? <laughs> yeah, who, who you lives sick in the bastard, sand? Brian. Who lives in the sand? Brian, uh, this People is... live in the sand! <laughs> <laughs> Brian... This, you're being disingenuous They could have right been, now. like, nomadic. I will say the racial standards of, <laughs> of that type of stuff is more prevalent in the prequels. Now it is in the OG film. But, to be honest, I get it. But I'd get rather, what? I'd what rather do you have get? aliens, like, have unique voices. But that's not unique, though. 
That's not unique. That's like, just stereotypes. I know. So a lot of it does come out of stereotypes. But when you watch Clone Wars, the anime <laughs> series, then you understand that. It's you understand. Good. You understand the it's biology of a, of a uh, what's the Jar Jar called? A uh, Gungan. You understand the Gungan physiology. <laughs> you understand that they have three stomachs instead of one, like us mere humans. <laughs> us mere humans. I never said that. I said. On the record, Gungans can uh, produce a saliva that allows them to break underwater. <laughs> God damn it, Brian. That's why we have to end this episode right now. <laughs> Jesus. Brian, uh, do you have any last opinions, uh, last statements, uh, <laughs> true or false, that you'd like to make regarding Star Wars, anything else we talked about? Of course. Um, whew. I really wish Star Wars, uh, Star Killer was canon. I think that would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, well, it is. No, no, no. Star killer based. Star killer base. Kill yourself, actually. <laughs> like, shut up. We're not counting that. That is that is That's tr- that's canon. I know it is. And it shouldn't be <laughs> uh, Star Wars Lord, I also wish Darth Revan would have been shown up in the Clone Wars animation. Even though I do like I know you haven't seen it, so I'm not gonna spoil it. I do like the other person who does show up. Yeah. Who I actually I'll you won't get it. It's Darth Bane, isn't it? Oh, okay, yeah. Darth Bane voiced by uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, was it Mark Hamill yeah. who did the voice? Mark Hamill does the voice for Darth Bane. He's breaking canon, really... bitch. <laughs> and it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So he co- Yeah, George Lucas had it all planned. The proof of that is with, you know, the sexy time of Luke and Leia. Oh Luke and Leia. Yay or nay? Uh, in between. Yay. Here's the thing. The reason why I say this. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, my God. I thought you said <laughs> You <it>. sick bastard. <laughs> no, no, you sick, sick bastard. No, 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 you are done. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> like, thanks I, for coming on, brother. I was thinking brother. about Anakin and Leia. But no, Luke. You are what? <laughs> right. Oh, actually. I'm lightheaded. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me speak. Let Luke finish with Leia. It's Here's disgusting. Obviously, it feels like. The, the one, that whole brother-sister thing, obviously comes from the third film. It feels like the second and the first film, it feels like they're referencing that they might be a couple, especially at the end. I don't know. Okay. Don't... Another episode. Another episode. Right. We can't, we're well, not going well, there right I'll now. What I'll say is this. What I'll say is this. Luke and Leo, awesome. since they're brother <laughs> and sister, no. But if they didn't do it, I would say, yeah. <laughs> if they weren't, if they weren't brother or sister, I would honestly say, Jesus yeah, Christ. I guess. Okay, all right. Han Brian, and Leia, I'm not a big fan. Bri- stop! You're uh, you're killing Kylo me. Kylo Ren you're and, and me. Rey. No, why is that a thing? Okay, I, I we thought, can. Ag- I, thought gonna be, I thought that was gonna be Finn and Ray. Okay, or we can agree on that. Or at least we have to oh, end it. We, least, you have oh. to get out of here, Brian. We we have to get out of here, Brian. Brian, I'm lightheaded. Anakin. I feel and, like I just and, and, lived uh, through the prequels. You, you. Padme is pretty good. You, only in the Clone Wars. You shammed me through the prequels again. <laughs> Do you understand? I did. Again. I did. Okay. It was good. Again. It was really good. You hear that beep from my watch? Yeah. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Brian, thank you so much for joining me on. We got. What was this? We tolerate comics. Kingdom Hearts Two. Final. Kingdom Hearts Two. All right, Brian. Is there any place that they can find you, the people? Do you uh, want to be found? Yes, actually. I actually have a little side uh, um, little plug, if I can Sure, let's too. do it. All right, cool. Uh, you can find me at uh, the real Brian M. Curiel on Instagram. You can also find me on my band's Instagram at thecryptids slash or hyphenated skinwalkers. 
And here's a little plug. Get ready for October the 15th because me and my band Ooh. will be doing our first debut live performance. Uh, also, ironically, on my birthday. Uh, oh, who brought up the birthday this time? Check, dude, out, the, check out the bridge. <laughs> check out the brain on Also, brain another on thing brain. is if our band gets more prep within these next coming weeks, we actually might have. What are you doing with your. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with He's doing this this James Spader like head tilt like he's like you hear me motherfucker you hear me I was like what but the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> he's literally looking I mean you can't see this but he was like tilting his head like like it was literally speaking of Star Wars and Family Guy when yeah, they did Family Guy yeah he's like oh, oh it must be operational I'm afraid the <laughs> Death Star will be fully operational. <laughs> That's what Brian just did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look look for in Los Angeles area, October the 15th for our first show. And we actually might be having another show prior on October the 1st. We'll see if my, October my band is ready. Uh, but most likely, we have a set-in date for October the 15th. Come by. It is $5 online for Venmo prior to the show, $10 at the door. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Where is it? Did oh, you mention where it is? Uh, we don't give know the uh, venue yet. It will either be in my backyard or... <laughs> or <laughs> message or, me at the real Brian Corrino. Yeah, message me. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> we're, we're sending in the date this week uh, and the place. this is how John Lennon got shot. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. And thank you, Julius, for having me on the podcast. Of course, I Brian. being on the discussion. Of course, Brian. I'll have you on again soon, Thank and you, once you have an update it. on your show, we'll talk of about course, it then. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming in. I'm much you better play. Oh no, I I will play. And oh, okay, cool. but <laughs> the thing is, Brian, even though we disagree on everything, we disagree on actually. Even though you're just wrong, <laughs> I I love you, Brian. Even though you're just old. Even though I, I'm you're, you boomer. I'm wise. <laughs> I'm wise. Shut up, <laughs> Brian. I I appreciate you coming Luke in. Wise for the sequel, Brian. Don't <laughs> kill my nephew. <laughs> Evil. I sense I sense the darkness in your future, and I will be above your bed tonight, like Luke nice. in Last Jedi. Nice. <laughs> and we'll see if I have that moment of. Realization. Realization. I'll just, <laughs> I shoot you. I'll just, I, I will swing. I, I will swing. I will just be Even like, after Worth it. <laughs> no, um, but Brian, no, I appreciate you coming in, taking your licks and everything, which I think <laughs> is what uh, Luke told Leia. And <laughs> I, I can't wait to have you on again. You'll be on again with uh, Sebastian at I'm some point. I'm excited, dude. This is going to be fun. Dawn of, dawn of uh, Capitalist Justice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> That's the title. I'm not coming. <laughs> uh, Brian, thank you so much again. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Stay safe. And goodbye. <laughs>